Hello, welcome to The Green Desk. This is a podcast brought to you by Green Earth Sustainability Consulting, a sustainability and ESG consulting firm based in Zimbabwe. We hope to teach you a couple of things about sustainability and related topics. To learn more about the services we offer and the various packages, please feel free to visit our website at www.gesc.co.zw. Hi friends, welcome back to The Green Desk. My name is Nyasha Masugu and I am your host again for episode two. I thought we would talk about plastic pollution and climate change today because recently I stay in Zimbabwe and um, there were a few events that were cancelled over the weekend because of Cyclone Freddy. And so I thought we would just talk about that because... My grandmother sent me a video on, I think, Sunday about floods in Mozambique. And she was very concerned about those floods and asked me how they relate to what I am doing. So I thought other people must be wondering how exactly it links together. Very often we hear people talking about climate change and then we hear people talking about droughts and then we hear people talking about floods and we hear all sorts of things. But you also hear a different group talking about plastic pollution But it's very rare to hear these two things talked about in the same context. And I guess that's where the problem is, because there's actually a correlation between plastic pollution and climate change. I know this might come as a shock to you, but yes, every single plastic bag you buy when you take groceries to your car from Spar or Pick and Pay or from Bon Marche actually does contribute to a person who's dying in a flood in a different city or in a different country altogether and this is so so much of a big problem which we just definitely need to address we were taking a drive through the cbd a few hours ago and i came across a couple of um a couple of i don't know whether to call them waste waste disposal sites because they clearly were not but I did see some waste that was being incinerated. Most of it was plastic waste. So it just came as a, as a good pointer that we need to talk about it. So yeah, that's what we're talking about today. I do not know if you actually know where plastic comes from, but plastic comes from oil and gas. It is composed of oil and gas. So the production itself is very carbon intensive. There is a lot of carbon emissions that happen in the production of plastics. So it is no secret that just the amount of plastic that is produced globally, annually, is very significant. All this is just there to note the fact that plastic production is greenhouse gas intensive. In fact, 8% of petroleum production annually is used in plastic production. That is just how bad plastic production is to the environment. We're going to move on to the uses of plastic and then we'll go over to the plastic disposal itself. It's no secret that plastic is very cheap to produce. Therefore, it is very attractive to any person who's producing anything that requires packaging. The cost of buying plastic packaging is significantly lower than the cost of buying any other material that can be used as packaging. Plastic is cheaper than glass. Plastic is cheaper than paper. Plastic is cheaper than any material you can think of. It's the cheapest. And cheap is expensive. 
cheap is expensive if you look at the amount of plastic packaging in your trolley or in your shopping cart as you buy groceries for the week you will find that you spend a significant amount on products that have plastic packaging and that's the issue it's the fact that here in Africa we do not um, care very much about the packaging as much as we care about the prices so consumers support businesses that use a lot of plastic if we are to stand as consumers and say you know what we're going to just reduce our plastic usage we're going to cut down on the amount of groceries we buy that are in packaging made from plastic suppliers are forced to make a radical change to match what these consumers actually want so um if you look at other countries you find that companies do not tend to package most of their stuff in plastic anymore. Supermarkets are making these changes towards using alternative packaging just so that they remain competitive. And this is because consumers have a lot of power and they understand the amount of power they hold. So generally, the way things work in an economy or in a supply chain is prices are passed on to the next person. If you are the end user or you are the intended target of the final product, if you purchase the final product, you tend to pay for rentals and production costs and every, every amount of money spent in the supply chain comes to you because it's passed on to you. So if you generally prefer low-cost materials and you support low-cost materials like plastic, Suppliers have no choice. They have to go with what you want. And as a result, it becomes very hard to make these suppliers more sustainable in their business activities. So sustainability really can be endorsed only by the end users of a commodity. It's very, very difficult for clients. It's very difficult for companies to compete with suppliers or competitors who have very low cost of goods sold, which are eventually passed on to the consumer in the form of low prices one of the ways that you can actually change this as a consumer is by ensuring that you don't just buy the product because it's cheap you actually can support this whole sustainability movement by purchasing the good or the product that is more durable or that is in a packaging which is not detrimental to the environment I'd like to believe, or I do not know rather, if you actually understand the life cycle of plastic. Plastic does not decompose. That's just the short and the longer fit. Plastic does not, does, does not degenerate. Plastic does not decompose. So that means every amount of plastic that has been produced in the world is still very much part of the environment. The plastic that you plastic bag or a plastic cup or plastic material that you purchased 10 years ago is still part of the environment because it does not degenerate. The only two ways plastic can leave the environment is if it is incinerated, that is being burnt, or um, if it is actually recycled. But however, even if it's recycled, it, has a, it reaches a point where it cannot be recycled any longer and then it has to either be incinerated or just be disposed like that. And when plastic is disposed just like that, it ends up in what we call a landfill. Landfills typically end up in the ocean and then they harm ocean life. These landfills 
make the water that we have in the world very dirty and then we tend to complain oh the water is very dirty and then councils that deal with this water production have then to chemicalize the water to make it cleaner to get rid of the plastic or the contamination that has happened due to these landfills and then that is translated to us in the form of harmful or toxic water and then people get sick then we have cancers and all these things coming up and you wonder where are all these things coming from it's simply coming from your very simple act of buying plastic buying plastic that is not decomposable buying plastic that is then landing up in a landfill and honestly speaking this is not just to apply to your your conscience to say cut down on your plastic purchasing but it's just to show that every action that you take every action that you make as a human being actually has an adverse effect on the environment if you're not careful another person may come up and say oh no plastic can actually break down and with time it goes away and that's not correct because breaking down does not actually mean disappearing the plastic can break down but that does not mean it disappears from the planet doesn't disappear from the environment and so again plastic is immortal and that's the main thing that's the main essence of this podcast you need to understand that any plastic that you purchase does not does not disintegrate does not decompose into rubble or become compost unless it's compostable which compostable plastic is actually pretty expensive to make so it's expensive for for suppliers to buy and then sell to you so companies just decide to not buy it and that's the thing each and every action that you take makes sustainability impossible or possible so when we burn plastic let's say we say okay you know what <clears throat> we're going to buy plastic but then we're going to incinerate it and decompose it in the form of burning it when you burn plastic the problem is you still increase the carbon emissions from the fire itself so all these fumes that come up when you burn the plastic end up increasing the carbon emissions we have in the world and that's exactly the problem i'm not too sure if you're following closely the net zero movement but the un has said by 2050 we should have moved towards a net zero economy globally and from the looks of things africa is very very relaxed about it i don't know if we're not going to be in africa in 2050 but the essence of the point is well the essence of what i'm saying is we need to reduce our carbon emissions if we're going to leave our children anywhere safe to survive if we're not going to suffer from more cancers if we're not going to suffer more diseases if climate change is not going to continue because that's the thing we always get to suffer the most here in africa and when we talk of floods our economies do not actually cater for relief they do not cater for the people who are killed in a cyclone just today i read that two people were killed in manicaland due to cyclone, cyclone freddy and i guarantee you there was no relief sent to these families and that's the thing all this could have been avoided if way way in the past people who would have actually taken this no plastics thing more seriously would have definitely reduced the carbon emissions we have in the world and perhaps this might have actually reduced the the climate change that we're facing today i don't know if you know this but only eight percent or less is actually recycled eight percent of the plastic produced globally is actually recycled 
So that means 92% of the plastic we have is just fresh plastic being manufactured. So be careful of greenwashing. Greenwashing is basically saying, oh, no, this plastic is recycled to make you as a consumer feel better about buying something that's been recycled. But that's not always the case. You need to be careful. You need to do your research as a consumer. So I'm just going to talk about some of the things you can do as an individual that perhaps help in making sustainability something of a reality in Africa, especially in Zimbabwe. You can start off by buying less plastic. Just buy less plastic. When you purchase your groceries and you hear someone asking you, do you want an extra plastic bag to put your groceries in? Try to move away from that. Get fabric bags which you can recycle and reuse continuously and just put your groceries in there. Leave one in the house, leave one in the car, leave one in your office. Just have fabric bags that you can use over and over again when you do your groceries. The second thing you can do is to educate someone about plastic and proper disposal of plastic. Most people don't actually know the extent to which the environment is damaged by purchasing plastic or disposing of it incorrectly. And one of the things you can do is to actually educate someone. And with time, they will educate another person and they will educate another person. And then you have a ripple effect of people educating others, you know. So educate someone or even just children. Educate children about plastic and stop buying your kids plastic. That way they understand why plastic is so bad for the environment. The third thing you can do as an individual is to recycle or reuse the plastic materials you already have at home. This may be if you buy peanut butter, which is in a plastic jar, you can use it to put something else in those plastic bottles. This is very common here in Africa. So I guess it actually does make sense to some degree now from a sustainability point. If you are a business, one of the things or three things you can do to ensure that you become more sustainable in terms of plastic, the first thing you can do is to apply pressure on suppliers. Your suppliers listen to you. The consumer has a lot of power. And if you are a company or if you're listening and you're part of a company, you have so much, you have so much power as the consumer, as the buyer, and you can apply pressure on your suppliers, all the suppliers in your supply chain to reduce the plastic that they actually include in the production of your raw materials. And as a move to become more sustainable, which you can actually note down in your sustainability report, which we take care of as Green Earth Sustainability Consulting, you can actually include that as a monetary benefit or as a monetary investment that you made into making your business more sustainable. The second thing you can do is to introduce waste sorting measures. In your company, you can have color-coded bins that actually allow you to put plastic in one bin, to put paper in another bin, and to put harmful or toxic materials in another bin. This helps with recycling. You can send the plastic to a recycler who does recycling, and it's much easier because all the trash is sorted out. The other thing you can do as a company is to reduce the plastic purchases that you make as an organization. You can also switch to other materials that are more sustainable. And all this can be included in your sustainability report. If you have no experience in making sustainability reports, we are very experienced in that area. And you can come through for a quote or you can get in touch with us for a consultation and we can help you make your sustainability reports to the most utmost perfect standard which you can desire.
Thank you so much for tuning into The Green Desk. We hope you learned something new about sustainability. If the podcast taught you something new, would you please consider sharing with an associate in your professional network? Please feel free to visit our website at www.gesc.co.zw to learn more about the various services we offer. Thanks a lot.